Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Happy Wednesday. I hope the week is treating you well. Today, we are answering a question texted into the podcast phone line about getting in touch with our bodies. And as always, a quick reminder, if you have questions, you can send them in to 828-338-9127. Let's get into today's text. They asked, Hello, I was wondering about tips for head types. I'm a five, getting a grasp on connecting with and inhabiting one's body. I am facing some health issues and I just feel disconnected from my body and emotions. Journaling helps me figure out some emotional stuff, but spending time listening to my body has always felt challenging and hard to process. Thanks for your help with this in advance. First of all, I just want to say that it is an incredibly natural response to want to exit our bodies, disconnect from our bodies when health issues arise. It can be really triggering to connect with our bodies, and I think you can offer yourself a lot of compassion there, especially as a five or a head type. It makes sense that you might feel this way, especially right now. I remember I have, you know, been going through some lung issues. We're definitely on the upswing at this point, but I was doing yoga just about every day and I went to a yoga class when my lungs were pretty much in the thick of it. I had a really hard time breathing and they were talking about take a deep breath in, take a deep breath out. That was no longer the same for me that it used to be before I had gotten sick. And so it no longer felt safe. It no longer felt like the comforting, safe place that it used to be. It's okay if that's a process. And I think it's important to honor that, to have compassion for that. I'm definitely going to give you some practices to try, but be gentle with yourself in them. They're, they're not something to perfect. They're not something that you have to do. These are things that can or may support you. And if they don't try the next, you know, number two, I love that you're journaling. I also find journaling really comforting, really helpful. And I think what you're kind of aware of is that it, it can really come from the head. And so Yes, it helps you to process, but oftentimes for me, at least as another head type, it can help me to process what I'm thinking about what I'm feeling, but doesn't really help me to feel. So what I'm going to suggest are five practices that I enjoy that help me to feel. 
actually be in my emotions and be in my body. So the first one is yoga. I think yoga was the very first thing that I started that gave me connection to my body and my breath and and kind of drew those two things together. Your body holds a lot of your emotions. It sounds like you're already aware of that. But yoga can really help to move into some places where emotions can be kind of stuck or trapped and move those around, especially hip opening yoga that can be really emotional. Now, I personally am a fan of a continued yoga practice. And even when my lungs were making that a little bit more emotional for me, I still found it useful to have a practice. Personally, I started my practice by going to class every day for about a year and a half. I had a local community center that had a yoga class. I was a member and I just went every weekday. Now, I will say I worked for myself at the time. I lived really close to the yoga center, the community center, and the membership was pretty cheap. Now, I there's a community yoga center where I live that does free or donation-based yoga, and you can try that if you have something similar in your area. I think going to class in person is a different experience than following along with videos online. And if you're really wanting to tend to your body, tend to your emotions, I do think it's different. It's hard to allocate an hour of your time to something where you have perfect peace and quiet and you're guided through a perfect flow in your home. It's just, it's not quite the same. So if you can go to a studio I highly encourage you to try that. Now, I'm not saying that you need to go every day, but maybe once a week or once a month if that feels more manageable, pick the amount that feels easy for you and give it a try. Maybe what feels easy is I'll try it once and then we'll see. That's also okay. If yoga is not for you, I'm a big fan of yoga. I think it teaches really important skills in breath and accepting your limitations, pushing yourself just a little bit past where you're comfortable, but also honoring and respecting what's too far. I think those are really beautiful things to learn and to practice. But if yoga doesn't feel right, if you go to try it and you're like, maybe this is a little too much for me, or maybe it's not the quite the right energetic fit, Another option would be Qigong. I think Qigong is really fun because it is also connecting mindfulness to movement. And that's really the goal here is to connect you to mindfully moving your body, connecting to your body, listening to it, waking it up. So that's another option. Practice number two is yoga nidra or a simple body scan meditation. Yoga nidra sometimes can be as luxurious as an hour of laying on the floor with a blanket over you, paying attention to every little part of your body. Or a body scan can be as simple as sitting at your desk and going how I see my head, I'm noticing my shoulders, I'm paying attention to my lower back, my hips, my knees, and my feet, right? So you can just start to bring awareness to the fact that you have a body, to the fact that your body has little subtleties, 
Yoga Nidra, I think, is a really luxurious way to do this. It's long. It's, I think, very comforting, but it brings you back into paying attention to each of your body, like each part of your body. Number three is self-massage or cupping. So self-massage, what I mean by that is quite literally taking some lotion and starting at the bottom of your feet, rubbing that lotion in, really taking your time, giving yourself a thoughtful massage. Maybe you are interested in like a lymphatic drainage massage that could work. You could try dry brushing, just something that's getting you to put hand to hand contact on your whole body from from feet to head and really letting yourself be connected to your own body through touch. Now, the other thing you can try is cupping. That's kind of making a little cup with your hand and just kind of slapping your body. It kind of makes this sound (laughs) like when you kind of slapping your whole body. And this is a similar energy. It's just kind of waking your whole body up and getting your blood flow going and, and kind of connecting you to, oh, right, I have limbs. I have a torso. I have legs and feet, you know, like I am here in this body. Number four is a tense and release meditation. So similar to yoga nidra and a body scan, it's just going through each part of your body and kind of experiencing what does it feel like when I really tense it up? And then what does it feel like when I release? What does it feel like when I tense it up? What does it feel like when I release? And connecting to your body that way. Finally, this is particularly helpful when you need to move through emotion. So you have some emotion. For me, sometimes as a seven, my emotion starts to feel clogged or crammed. Like if I'm not paying attention to it, it can feel like it's like piling up inside and I'm feeling like I need to do something about this. Sometimes when I feel that, I will watch a sad movie, I'll listen to a sad song, and I'll just cry. That's something that I will do. But also what can be helpful is vigorous movement. So going for a run. I particularly like a walk sprint intervals. So kind of going for a walk. But then when I really want to move some energy around, just running for a bit as fast as I can and then walking some more. You could also try something like kickboxing or shaking. It doesn't have to be big exercise. It can be just shaking your whole body around, jumping up and down, just moving that emotion through your body. Now, whatever practice you choose, remember that this is your support. This is meant to support you. It's not meant to fix you or solve a problem in you. It is meant to give you the support that you crave to connect with your body, connect with your emotions um, in a time where maybe that might be difficult. So find the practice that feels good to you and practice it, you know, regularly if you can or switch it up and, and try them all in different times, whatever seems to work. But I hope that this is supportive and I will see you all tomorrow for the next one. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. 
With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.